Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show. Watch every week on Free Speech TV, Link TV, YouTube, or if you're in New York, CUNY TV. Prefer to listen? Subscribe to the free podcast at lauraflanders.org. I end every week with a commentary. I call it the F word. Here's this week's. A great debate is shaping up in the newspaper business between those who want to make American journalism great again and those who believe it's never been great, but could be. It'll come as no surprise to anyone where I stand. Local papers have taken a hit. There's no debate about that. The same miserable mob that mauled Main Street banks has plundered and pillaged newspapers across the country. Pursuing only profits, private hedge funds and others have bought and stripped even long-lived legacy newspapers, leaving them for dead. One in five local papers has shut up shop in the last ten years, according to a new report from the Knight Foundation. In response, Knight has announced a record-breaking $300 million investment in local news. At its annual Free Media Forum this March in Miami, CEO Alberto Albarguen told the crowd that trust in news media is at an all-time low. But despite this, quote, there is strength in local and local leads to trust. The same forum featured a slew of speakers who'd never had much trust. People like Bettina Chang of the City Bureau in Chicago, a bottom-up reporting operation founded and operated by young inner-city residents. American journalism was never great, says Chang, but the crisis facing it now is an unprecedented opportunity to create an equitable journalism ecosystem. The bureaus benefited from a creative bit of grant-making by a consortium of funders who decided for once not to fund the highbrow and high-volume sort of media, but rather the low-down and not-yet-recognized kind. After all, the so-called legacy papers have a pretty specific legacy, and it isn't everyone's. For all the changes that have hit the news, some things have remained the same. A handful of mostly pale male editors and publishers downtown have defined who and what is newsworthy and who gets to tell the news. All too often, the result's been stale and disparaging to a whole hunk of the population, which is why the black press and the Spanish-speaking media and so many ethnic presses have emerged and thrived in the U.S. over the generations. Today could be a new day. With the Democracy Fund, the MacArthur Foundation gave over $3 million to Illinois' Community Field Foundation to fund local African, Latinx, Asian, Arab, and Native American media. One of those outfits, City Bureau, surveyed their neighbors, found out what they lacked, then provided it setting up a new open-door newsroom for readers, a low-priced professional school for would-be journalists, and free trainings for volunteers who are willing to attend and take notes on the city's many unreported local public meetings. Now people are signing up in droves and reporting's coming in from every corner of Chicago. People are excited about journalism at every level. As Knight's CEO said, the problem of journalism can't be left to government or the market to fix. It's a we-the-people problem, to which I'd only add, it's the same we-the-people problem we've been having in every industry. Who gets to be part of that we? You can find more of our reporting on changes happening in journalism and our ongoing programming on change happening right here, right now, often in quarters that you'd never expect, on The Laura Flanders Show at www.lauraflanders.org.